Welcome back to the Choosing Simple Podcast. My name is Amy Fuel. I am a homesteading mama, wife, author, entrepreneur, blogger, gardener, and lots of other things. And every week we like to talk about choosing simple and actively choosing simple throughout your everyday mundane life. And today is not any different, but I think we're really going to like talking about this topic and... I know I'm going to love talking about this topic, so stay tuned. Let's get started. All right, so today we all know that a lot of people in America are getting a stimulus check, right? A lot of people are also not getting a stimulus check. I am not going to tell you what category we fall in because... It's really none of your business, (laughs) but, um, so let's just assume that I am getting a stimulus check. Okay. I want you to assume with me that you are getting a stimulus check. Part of this podcast is going to be like legit. If you got a stimulus stimulus check and you wanted to homestead, these are the things you should consider getting with that check or something you should do with that check. And then the other part of this podcast is daydreaming. (laughs) What if I didn't have any debt, which thankfully we really don't, if I didn't have anything else, like what would I daydream by with this stimulus check? Okay. So we're going to talk about it. It's going to be a lot of fun. I also want you to tell me what you would buy with your stimulus check. I will probably post a little thing today on um, Instagram. And so I encourage you guys to interact with it. All right, let's get started. So we are a family of four, two adults, two children. So we're looking at, I don't know, I think it was like $500 per child. So that's a thousand so I think it came out to like 3200 or something like that. I don't remember because I don't really follow the stimulus check thing very much. And um, so let's just say I got $3,200 to play with for the stimulus check, right? So if I were someone who isn't currently homesteading but wants to homestead, and let's just assume that I have debt, the first thing I would do is obviously pay off debt, any debt that I have. This is assuming that you're not hurting. I mean, if you're literally using the stimulus check to get you through paycheck to paycheck or that you don't have a paycheck, then, you know, it's obvious you're going to use it for that. You're going to use it to pay your mortgage. You're going to use it to buy groceries and gas and pay medical bills and things like that. I get that. But let's just assume you're still working. You're still getting a paycheck like, like a lot of people still are, believe it or not. Um, and you're getting this money and you want to know, okay, I got time and money. What do I do with it to get started homesteading? The first thing I would do is help pay off debt. Honest to goodness, I would. You're like, what? I thought you were going to say buy chickens. (laughs) You know, no, that's the second step. But if you have debt that can be paid off now, you're really going to save more money and make more money in the long run, not having that debt linger over your head. Now I'm not talking about mortgage. Okay. Um, if you have big things like a car payment and you're $10,000 in debt, then obviously that little dent isn't going to, you know, depending on what you're getting with the stimulus, it might not make a big difference. But 
If you have something like a credit card that has $500 on it, pay it off. If you have, um, you know, an outstanding bill for $200, pay it off. Get that stuff out of the way and then you have some play money, okay? The second thing I would do, let's just say you don't have any debt that you really want to put your check towards. The, th- the second thing I would do is invest in infrastructure on your property. So get the chicken coop, invest in electric netting, um, or fencing, if that's something that you prefer. Invest in waterers and the tools that you need to raise livestock or the tools that you need to grow a garden. Um, maybe you need topsoil because your soil is not very good. Look at the things that you need. Make a list of all the things that you need. And then you can work towards the things that you wouldn't don't go above and beyond be like, Oh, I got all this money. I can make it extra extra extravagant. Homesteading doesn't have to be extravagant and it doesn't even have to be pretty. I'm just here to tell you that if it's efficient, if it grows you food and your animals are well and having a good time and living in a good area and not sick, that's what matters most. So make a list of the things you want and go down that list. And you're still thinking, Oh my gosh, you haven't told me to buy chickens yet. (laughs) No, I haven't. Um, Because I want you to get your infrastructure in place first. And then when you do decide to get those animals, um, you, you have that opportunity to just go get them and put them in a safe place. The other thing is right now, buying quality livestock is kind of hard because everyone is panic buying right now. And so, I mean, if you want to panic buy chickens, go right ahead. I'm not going to stop you. I'll encourage you to do it. I'd be like, you're going to get five, get 10 more. What's 10 more? But if you're looking for good quality livestock that are going to last you a long time, more so with the bigger livestock like goats or cattle or sheep, um, you might want to wait a little while or do your research before you dive into that. So that's the first thing I would do. The second thing is maybe you are already at that point. Maybe you already have the infrastructure. Maybe you are already, you know, starting the garden. The next thing is get the tools that you need besides those tools. Do you need a pressure canner to can all of that produce you're going to have this year? Because those aren't cheap. A good one. The All-American canner is like two to $300. So work harder, work smarter, don't work harder, work smarter, not harder, and put that money to use in tools that are going to make your life easier on your homestead. So maybe it looks like you need that canner. That's something that you need. You need a pressure canner. You don't need a four wheeler in a lot of cases, um, for those backyard, you know, homesteads. Um, you don't need a new car. You don't need, maybe you do. I'm just, I'm being sarcastic here, but you might need that pressure canner. So, Put your money towards tools that you need that you wouldn't otherwise purchase. You know what I mean? You're kind of like, eh, it's expensive. I'm going to try to make do with water bath canning. You know, yeah, no, don't do that. People die like that now, I'm just saying. But think of those tools that you could get. Um, if you have goats, but you're not going to start milking until the fall or late summer um, or even next spring. Go ahead and get your your milking equipment now. Um, Things that you wouldn't have money for six months from now. You know what I mean? 
All right, so let's say you've got your debt paid off, you've got your infrastructure in place, you're buying your animals, or you're buying your tools. Sorry, you haven't got to animals yet. The next thing is to buy animals if you don't already have them. Keep in mind, though, that a lot of people are panic buying, so there's not a lot of good stuff available right now. And people are scared if you're going to an independent buyer. Uh, people are a little bit nervous about giving up livestock right now because they're they're concerned that they might not go to a good home. Um, so the next thing would be to purchase animals. Um, if you have everything else in place and you've got the tools that you need to take care of them and to run your homestead, then you add livestock to the homestead. Um, and I know Karen, that, you know, soccer mom, you got your chicks in your bathtub and, and that's fine. <laughs> I was Karen once too. Um, but if, if you haven't gotten them yet, go get them. <laughs> so surpassing all of that, let's say you have all of these things in place and you're like, okay, Amy, I already got my chickens. I already got a goat. Um, I'm looking for something different. I already have a, a homestead set up. What could I put my time into now? What could I put my money into now? So at that point, if you're not setting up a new homestead and you're not expanding your homestead, think about the things. Again, we're going back to tools. What are the tools that you need? So for me, <laughs> um, I would love to buy a greenhouse. Ultimately, I'd love to buy a hoop house for the new property, but we are just not set up to do that yet. Um, but I would love to buy even just a small greenhouse, like one of those cheap Harbor Freight greenhouses that you can reinforce and make it work for a couple years. Um, what are some things without spending the whole check that could empower you and take your homestead to the next level? Okay. Things that maybe you have been thinking about that weren't in the works for you. Or maybe that looks like reinforcing structures you already have in place. Maybe your fencing is falling apart. Maybe do that stuff first. Fix what needs fixing first. And then be like looking at all the stuff that you could invest in. You want to make an investment with this money that you're going to get a return on. So for a lot of people, that does look like expanding. So after you fixed everything, maybe, maybe your money's all gone after that. I don't know. But for a lot of people right now, it looks like expanding different things on your property. And so look at your past year, go through your last year of homesteading. If you've been homesteading for a while, go through the last five, five years, or at least the last two years of homesteading and pay attention to the things that you wish you would have had in place, whether they are systems, maybe it's an irrigation system, whether it's you wish you had more raised beds or you wish you had an expanded garden. Maybe you wish you'd had different tools that would help make your life easier. Maybe you want to get that Haas tool harvest bucket, you know, or the push pull hoe, or um, maybe you wanted to buy more candy dryers. Maybe last year you ran low and you just needed more. Candy jars are not cheap. Okay. Figure out what you've needed the last two years and then invest in the thing or the things that will help get you further and help make your job easier on your homestead, which leads me into 
what would I do? What would I legit do? Because we are at that place, okay? We have a small established homestead on a half acre. Um, We have chickens and ducks right now. We have had all kinds of things on this property, but we downsized last year, number one, because I was pregnant and had a baby, and number two, because we knew we had the possibility of moving this year. Of course, that's been put on hold temporarily. Um, We have the new land. We haven't started building yet, uh, obviously because of the virus, but so we have an okay homestead here. We're actually homesteading on both properties. So on our current property, we have the coop and the chickens and the ducks. We have some wild edibles and herbs. Um, On the new property, which is not very far from us at all, which is very convenient, we actually have our big garden. We're expanding it. It's about 120 feet this year um, by 30 or 40 feet. And I think I might even try to go bigger if we have time. But there are some things that we don't have in place on that property. Um, there's no running water. There is a Creek and there are things that I'm thinking about that would need to be on that property. So we might not spend that money right away. That might be money that we spend for when we are working on that property more. And that might be an option for you too. Maybe you take that money and you stick it aside because you know, something's coming, but you're not ready for it yet. Saving it is also an investment. But there are some things we have to do here on our current property as well in order to get the house ready to sell once the virus is over. So that might look like putting a new roof on the house or putting that money into the home. Um, For me, it's probably going to look like the new roof. It's probably going to look like renovating the bathroom again, Um, fresh paint in the whole house, finishing the the basement um, paint and wood floor and things like that. Now, I don't think that would take up the whole check, but those are the things that have to be done to get us to where we need to be in order to sell this house and move to our new homestead. So technically it is a homestead goal, right? Um, But let's just say we didn't have all the home projects. Now, obviously I, my husband and I, we act as one um, in agreement with each other in most things. So it's stuff that I would have to run by him, but if it were just me, (laughs) if it were just me, um, the first thing I would do, honest to goodness, the first thing I would do is invest in a greenhouse. Um, I would get a hoop house and even if it's a used hoop house and put it on our new property, um, more than ever, more than ever, I realize that a greenhouse is so important, um, because it extends our growing seasons by a lot, uh, when this whole virus started, there were things that we couldn't get fresh produce that we couldn't get that we do depend on a lot. Um, crops that I could have been growing in a greenhouse and harvesting during that time, even in the middle of February and March. And it also helps me get a jump start on my seeds. So especially my tomatoes and my peppers, which like warmth, I could have started those a long time ago and gotten much better plants, much hardier plants out of them if they would have been in a greenhouse. So honest to goodness, homesteading related, that's what I would have done is I would use that money or at least some of it to invest in a hoop house on our property, on the new property. The next thing I would do with it because the hoop house wouldn't take that whole check, especially if we found a used one, is um, I would 
believe it or not, I would get a cordless vacuum. I know, right? And actually, I think I am going to get one. Um, because it would make my life during the day easier. Now with an infant crawling around and a 10-year-old throwing trash on the floor and doesn't pick it up, and a husband that has dirty shoes, and me, I'm messy too, um, I have to vacuum at least 100 times a day. Okay, that's an exaggeration. I have to vacuum at least three times a day. And it's difficult. Like, it's just hard lugging out. First world problems. I get this. Don't judge me. But it's difficult lugging out the vacuum. And it's not very small. In a small home, when you have a big vacuum that doesn't fit into places that it should, um, it's difficult. Then you have to you have to sweep and you have to and vacuum. And it just doesn't make any sense. So I am going to invest in a stick vacuum. Um, I think because it just makes my life as a homemaker easier. Um, besides that greenhouse and a stick vacuum, we probably would still have some money left. And I think what I would end up doing with that is probably either buying another batch of meat birds to come to us in July. Our first batch comes in May. So next month, um, so I'd probably use that money and put it down, you know, on the payment to have our second batch come in July, or I would, um, just hold it back, uh, for, you know, different odd and in projects that I know are going to come up, um, maybe even hold it back to help, uh, run a line down from the well when we get the well installed on the property to a pump down near the garden, because we're going to need that for the animals too, when we do move now, you know, that was kind of exciting, but it was also kind of boring. <laughs> Let's talk about the daydream part of it. What could I spend $3,200 on to bring to my homestead to make homesteading amazing for me, mostly? We'll be right back for part two of this podcast, right after this message from one of our sponsors. Thanks for listening. Now let's get back to part two of our podcast. Let's see. It's probably would cost more than $3,200, but these are the things, just daydream with me for a second. It doesn't matter how much they cost. These are the things I would think about. The greenhouse obviously would be one of them. A huge hoop house would be one of them. Um, probably the Agrabond um, netting would also be another one. And actually I might go ahead and buy some of that either way um, because we need some for the garden since we're not there all the time. Um, that would be that would be ideal. Um, I would go ahead and get my goats from the breeder that I want to get and pick them up. And I would get probably five of them, um, for our property. Uh, I would get all of the equipment for, for milk goats and get the structure set up and electric netting that I need. I would get major electric netting for our garden, like major electric netting. We have deer and turkeys and all kinds of wildlife that we don't have here. We do have deer here, but they've never bothered my garden because, um, it's completely fenced in and it's so, uh, close to the house, but our garden at the other property is pretty far away from the house. Uh, so I know they're going to try to destroy it. <laughs> um, 
the fencing, goat housing, goat fencing, I would um, obviously get started on building the house, but you can't do that with the permit office not open. Oh, what else? I would buy a new All-American pressure canner. I don't have one. Um, And that is one thing that I've been thinking about getting because it will make my life easier. So I I will probably buy one this year either way, but I would definitely buy one um, with my stimulus check. Oh, I would buy, oh, I would buy one of those griddles. Have you seen those? My husband and I have been talking about them. Uh, Oh, I don't remember the brand name of them. But they're these amazing griddles, and they have a griddle on top, and they have air fryers on the bottom. Like, again, first world problems. But those things are legit awesome. I don't care who you are. And I cook a lot, and um, I'm cooking now more than I was because before we would go out to eat at least once or twice a week maybe, um, just depending on our schedule. And it was easier because time constraints. But um I'm cooking every day now. We don't go out to eat at all in the last few months. And so I'm trying new things and the griddle would be awesome. Like, is it Blackstone? I think it's Blackstone, Blackstone griddle. My 10 year old, my co-host, my 10 year old is next to me. Um, what else would I get? Oh man, I would invest in so many more plants, so much more gardening stuff. Um, I would buy a ton, a ton of canning supplies, um, jars. I would invest completely invest in WEC canning jars. Like they are so expensive, but they are so thick and they rarely break. I I don't know about you guys, but I've been having some difficulties with the ball jars the past couple years. It's almost like they've made them thinner just so we have to buy them every two or three years. I'm really frustrated with that right now. Um, even the other day, like I literally put I just picked a glass up and put water in it and the whole bottom shattered and it wasn't even hot water. It was just tap water. <sighs> That's another podcast for another day, but I would invest in a way more canning equipment than I already have. Um, I would convince my husband that we need a milk cow. <laughs> if the stimulus check was magical, that would work. In fact, I would go buy my friend Quinn, (laughs) her milk cow. I would go buy her milk cow right now since she's selling it and uh, put it on the property and we'd have milk and butter and cheese and all kinds of amaziness. (laughs) And what else? Mm, You can tell I've kind of thought about this, but not really. Oh, I would put shelving units in the basement for all the canning that we're going to do this summer. I don't have enough space in my pantry, so I would totally, totally invest in several of those um, baker's racks, like the big giant ones that you can get at Home Depot, and put them in the basement for all of our canning supplies and um, canning jars. And I think that's probably it. That's probably what I would splurge on. What else? Is there anything else? Something fun and cool? Hmm. My 10-year-old said ducks, but we already have ducks out in the in the brooder. Hmm. I think that's probably it. I'm sure I could think of 10,000 other things, but can you tell I really want a greenhouse? I keep daydreaming about the greenhouse. Like, I, I really want a hoop house. And, I mean, that's what I'm doing right now. I don't know if you guys go through... Um, 
YouTube or Instagram or I, I've been surfing the Facebook marketplace for the last few weeks and I actually found a hoop house that was for sale, but you have to tear it down, but it was way more expensive than it was worth. The plastic was torn and, um, so that's my goal in the next few, few years to have a hoop house either way. And maybe I'll get it sooner rather than later. You'll never know. You'll have to watch YouTube to keep up to date. But, all right. I think that's probably it. We've gone on for 23 or more minutes now about what we could spend our stimulus check on. Um, ultimately, if you're getting a check and you're wanting to start a homestead, there are some things you need to look at first. Are you are you out of debt? If not, are there some little things that you could pay off with that check to help get you out of debt? The broader picture, that's what I would do first. If you already started a homestead and you're working towards expanding it, then I would think of the things that you truly need, the tools that you need um, first. Tools make our lives easier. And then second would be the animals that you need or want. Um, a lot of people have time on their hands right now. You can get that coop built. You can get those rabbit hutches built those cages for quail or, or whatever it is you need. Get the stuff built first. Get the tools that you need first and then add the animals. Um, and third, if you already have an established homestead and you're just looking to spend money on other things that could help, really think about the tools that could make your life easier. Look at the last few years. What did you really like? I know you're thinking about something right now. What really did you want these last two years that you didn't have that was going to make your life easier or that could contribute to more self-sufficient living within your life or your family's lives? And um, get that. Invest in that. Whatever you're doing, think of it as an investment and consider the investments that are laid before you. And then if you have nothing, if you are not expanding, if you if you got just everything you need, then we get to the dreaming part, right? <laughs> but I don't know any homesteader that has everything they need. We are constantly growing, constantly evolving, constantly needing different things. And don't forget, fix the stuff if it's broken before you start expanding and, and spending money left and right. If you got broken things, fix it and uh, invest. That's an investment as well. So... All right, guys, I hope you enjoyed this super fun podcast. It's always fun to talk about money, isn't it? Especially money that you might not have. <laughs> um, I hope you enjoyed it. This has been a great, fun episode for me. I love daydreaming about my homestead, and I'm sure that you do too. And um, I am praying that you all are staying safe and sound and healthy during this time. I have a lot of podcasts coming up for you, including a few announcements uh, of projects that I've been working on. And I think you're going to like them. But in the meantime, I'm glad you joined me. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram and Facebook and YouTube. And uh, check out that Instagram post about this podcast. And let me know what you would purchase with your stimulus check. Because I think that's going to be a really fun conversation. All right, guys. I hope you have a great day. Thanks for checking us out this week. And until next time.